We're not going to spend the time on this we spent Wednesday night, but it's important to understand you can't separate God from His Word. You can't. They're, they're one. Uh, John 1, 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John 1, 14 says, The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. In, in other words, when you see the Word, you see God. When you see God, you see the Word. They're one. Hallelujah. All that God is, the Word is. You know, some of, our, some of our detractors, some of our critics will say, you Word of Faith people just make the Word God. No, God did that. God did that. Now, now people say, how is the Word God? What does the Word contain? God's Word. Now, now, now think about this. We think God's Word, we think the book. God's Word. See, think, 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 think this way. If I came to Brother Jimmy and I told him, I'm going to do something for you, or I'll help you with something, what have I just done? I've given him my Word. Now, if we write it down, he has my Word written down. The, the Word is not a book. It's what's in the book. God has given you His Word. See, people think, yeah, He gave me His Word, the Bible. No, no. He gave you His Word. Because I could swear by no greater, I have sworn by myself. He said, surely blessing I will bless you, multiplying I will multiply you. Your seed is the stars of the sky and the sands of the seashore. It's the same way with God. By Himself. He has swore to you. He could swear by no greater. He has swore to you that He's going to do what He promised and then put it down in the book. This is a record of His Word. He's faithful to His Word. That's why He said, when you come to me, put me in remembrance of my Word. Not because I forgot it. I, I want to know how you know I'm faithful. I want you to come to me with, your, with my Word. I want you to put me in remembrance. Not because I've forgotten. I want to know that you know I'm faithful. Glory to God. When you put God in remembrance of His Word, it's not just, now Lord, you promised. And, no, Lord, you said right here in your Word. I'm reading the contract verbatim. You said right here in your Word that you carried my sicknesses, bore my pain, and with your stripes I am healed. Oh, I thank you for being faithful to what you said in the name of Jesus. I receive it right now. I have it right now. Why? Because you feel it? No, because God's faithful. God's faithful. God's faithful. Woo! They're one. God and His Word are one. You can't separate God from His Word. Jeremiah said this. He said, if you can stop the sun from rising or the sun from setting, you can break my word. He said, if you can stop the tide from coming in or going out, then you can break my word. Nope, can't happen. Can't happen. Hallelujah. God is ever faithful. Ever faithful. He is eternally bound to His Word. That's why God talks about His Word in eternal, eternal uh, 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 terms. 
Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. Amen. Remember what Jesus said? He said, I'm telling you that, that heaven and earth will pass away before one jot or one tittle of this word passes away. Glory to God. What, what, what's, what's, uh, the, the psalmist said, forever, forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled. Is that right? Forever. How long's forever? Forever. Eternally. Look, look, look at Deuteronomy 7. Let's look at what God said about himself. Oh, I'm helping you. I'm helping me. Glory to God. God is faithful. He'll do what he said. Deuteronomy 7 and 9. Know therefore that the Lord your God, see, he's my God. See, he's, he's saying, this is God speaking to Moses. And he says, know something about your God. Number one, he is God. You know what that means? There's no other God. He's God. Oh, and then it says, watch, the faithful God. I call him faithful because he called himself faithful. Did you see that? And, and notice, that keeps covenant. Now, now, covenant is something you said. Right? If you're faithful, you're faithful in what you said. And mercy. And notice our job. Love him and keep his commandments. And notice how far this goes. To a thousand generations. Well, a generation at minimum is 40 years. So that means I got a 40,000 year covenant with God. I'm not going to live on this earth 40,000 years. Why would God paint himself in a corner that way? I got an answer. He's faithful. He'll do what he said. If he said it, he'll do it. Remember when he was dealing with Abraham and, 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 and he told Abram, he told him when he was Abram, that he was going to have a son, right? And then he came to him what, in, Gen in Genesis chapter 15, 16, 17. He came to Abram, Abram, and he said, uh, 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 be perfect and walk before me, right? I'm your shield, your exceeding great reward. And it says that uh, Abram said, you know, what, what could you give me? I'm still childless. Now people will say, well, why did he doubt God? He wasn't sure of his faithfulness. But God said, okay, let's fix this. Let's make a covenant. And it said, one that comes out of your body will be your seed. And the Bible says, Abraham believed God. Right? That's when everything started changing. Everything started changing. What did God do? Showed himself faithful. I'll do what I said. I'll do what I said. Amen. Even though they got involved and tried to fix things their own way, God said, and Ab remember Abraham said, oh, that Ishmael would live before you. And God said, look, I'm going to take care of him. Why? Because I'm merciful. I'm going to take care of him. He's going to be a great nation, but that's not your heir. One that comes out of your body will be your heir. Why? God can't change what he promised because he's 
faithful. If God said, I will heal you, God will never stop being the healer. I may or may not receive it based on what I believe, but God will never not be my healer because he's faithful. Do you see that? And so, so Abraham and Sarah just kept working with God and kept believing God. And eventually they tapped into his faithfulness. Is that right? So he said, notice what he said about himself. I'm the faithful God. Hallelujah. So being faithful means doing what you said you would do. The faithful God keeps covenant. Why does he keep covenant? Because he's faithful. Amen. Walking by faith is expecting God to be faithful. Amen. Look at, look at 1 Corinthians chapter 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Whew. Can you all tell we got the heat fixed? Glory to God. <laughs> it's all right, them, them cool mornings. Feels good for a minute. First Corinthians, First Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 9. Notice that very first phrase. God is faithful. Woo! By whom you were called in the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. The Amplified Bible says God is faithful, reliable, trustworthy, and therefore ever true to his promise, and he can be depended upon. Oh, glory. Do you see that? God is faithful. God is reliable. Trustworthy. I like this. Ever true to his promise. Ever true. He's true to it right now. Amen. Why? He's faithful. He's faithful. See, religion, religion had to try to paint a picture of God that was contrary to God. And they had to try to come up with reasons why God didn't do what he said he would do. But think about this. God's faithful. Right? Remember Deuteronomy? It said God is the faithful God. He is God, the faithful God that keeps covenant and mercy to a thousand generations. And then it said to what? To those that love him and keep his commandments. Right? So, so what's the implication there? If I go away from God, if I go away from what he said, he's still faithful. But I'm not in line You follow me? My job is to believe him. Because he's faithful. Amen. See, that's one of the reasons that God hates lying. Because it's contrary to his nature. I I may or may not need to say this, but if if I'm led, I need to. Listen. Listen. You don't want to shade the truth about nothing. Because that's a lie. I've had people say, well, you know, 
I told a half-truth. Oh, so you told a whole lie. Half-truth's a whole lie. Is that right? I, I mean nothing. You don't, you don't want to shade the truth about anything. Why, that's the nature of the devil. The devil's a liar. Tell your neighbor, say, you're a truth teller. See, because to believe God will keep his word, I got to keep my word. If you don't believe your own word, you'll never believe God's word. If you're changeable, you'll believe God's changeable. Amen. Well, you know, I just, I just told a little white lie. There's not a white lie or a black lie or a Mexican lie or a Polish lie. There, it's just lies. Now, why is this important? It's important because when the Bible tells us something, when the Bible tells us in Titus 1-2 that God cannot lie, that should impact us. It should impress me about his faithfulness. God can't lie. If he said it, he's faithful to what he said. Glory to God. So, so God hates lying. Because it's contrary to his nature. See, when somebody says, well, God said, but he hasn't done, they're saying God lied. And at the same time, they're saying they don't believe he's faithful. Ever what you're dealing with, you don't ever put God as the cause. God's the answer. God's the faithful one. Amen. I've had to go to the Lord over the years and say, okay, where am I missing it? Where am I missing it? Because I see right here in your word what it says. Now, where am I missing it? You don't change. Is that right? And so religion had to take that and say, well, God's got a purpose. God's got a reason. There's a reason that person's sick. There's a reason that person's struggling. God's trying to teach him something. But the problem is, the God who cannot lie and who is faithful, said he gave me the word and the Holy Spirit to teach me. Not sickness and poverty and defeat. Yeah, but he taught the people in the Old Testament. No, he didn't. No, he did not. No, he did not. They, they got into trouble because of their disobedience. And when they would re repent and change course, what, what would happen? God would pick up right where he left off. He was, right? See, you can't believe two different things. If God is not the author of sickness, defeat, poverty, destruction, then you cannot say God used that to help you. Because he's not the author of it. God's faithful. He can't lie. Right? Remember what he said? And, I, and, I, and, and I'm not going to take the time to get into all this. But in the, in the book of Exodus, he said, I'm the Lord that heals you. And he said, I will, I will keep all the diseases of, of Egypt that you know. I'll keep them away from you. Is that right? Is that, is that right? He said, none of them will come near you. What, what, was, what, was, what was the indicator there? What was the condition? Walk before me. Believe me. 
love me. Is that right? Are you following me? Maybe a person just don't know. But ignorance of what is God's will is no indicator that God was involved in it. Amen. Glory to God. Well, you know, Pastor, I've been believing God. Good, then he's going to come through because he's faithful. Leave it at that. Don't, don't, put a, don't put a time frame on it. I've been believing God six months, so keep believing. I've been believing God a year. Keep believing. Don't stop. What, what do you do when you're going through a hard time? Keep going. Keep moving. Don't, 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 don't build a town and live there. Keep going. Why? Because it's going to turn. How, how, how often are His mercies new? Every morning. Every morning. So that means you got up today and got another shot. And you're going to get up in the morning and have another shot. And what's God going to do? Show Himself faithful. Why? Because He's the faithful God. Am I helping you? Glory to God. And so I never want to put God in the place of the liar. And most people would never call God a liar, but when they say, well, I, I've been believing, but it hadn't happened. Well, who's in charge of making it happen? And, and, and see, the easy answer is God. So if, if you're saying it's not happening, what you're doing is, is really blaming God. God can't lie. That's why you say, I'm healed. Why? Because God said, you're healed. I'm blessed going in and coming out. Why? God said you were. I'm the head only and not the tail. Why? God said you were. And I, I say what God said about me because I expect God to keep the word that he said about me. Look, look at 2 Timothy 2. Whew. There's so much here. I think you start preaching and time speeds up. Somebody change my watch. I know. <laughs> you know, the good thing about pastoring is I'll be here tonight. Hallelujah. And Wednesday. Matter of fact, you can just look for me to be here over the, until Jesus comes. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 13. Notice, if we believe not, he abides faithful. He cannot deny himself. He cannot deny it. If we don't believe, he stays faithful. Amen. See, God cannot deny what he has said. Because when he said it, it's truth. Amen. His faithfulness won't allow him to deny what he said. I've talked to people before that said something, said it to my face. And then I talked to them the next day and they denied it. You said it. I heard you say it. Oh, uh, you must have misunderstood. I didn't misunderstand nothing. I heard it. Right? But what, what do you do? When they just deny, 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 deny. It's not recorded. Nobody wrote it down. Maybe you ought to have a stenographer come walk with you everywhere. And, you know, when you're talking to people, and they can write it down. But the, not really. 
But the point is, that's not God. You can never approach God and say, you said, but it didn't happen. Or, but you didn't do. Mm -mm, No. God will not deny himself. And notice what it says. Even if we don't believe. Now, do you see this? So what's, what's the issue there? What's our part? Believing. But he says, even if we don't, he abides faithful. He can't deny himself. Oh, hallelujah. The Amplified Bible says he's faithful to his word and his righteous character. For he cannot deny himself. What what does that mean? What he told you, he's doing it. Right? What he promised is on the way. Because he's faithful. I say he's faithful. Amen. Well, I, you know, I've been believing for this. I've been believing for these children to be saved. That's good. God's faithful. Right? What's he doing right now? Contending with them that contend with you and saving your children. Well, how do I know that? Because he said it. That's what he said. So right now, who's working on your children right now? God. Who's sent, right? You're praying for laborers to be sent into his harvest. And what's he doing? Sending laborers into his harvest. To do what? To be faithful to his word that he gave you. The word that I put in your mouth will be in the mouth of your seed. And in the mouth of your seed, seed from henceforth and forever. Yeah, but they're doing anything but living for God. But God's faithful. But God's faithful. See, you're walking by faith, not by sight, because you're depending on God's faithfulness. God is so, listen, God is so faithful that he'll wake people up to pray for your children. God is so faithful that he'll he'll produce encounters in the grocery store for your kids because he's faithful. Who's he faithful to? The word he gave you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. God's faithful to send somebody to encourage you just when you need it. God's faithful to send somebody along and tell you, I'm believing God with you. I'm believing that things are going to turn for you. God's faithful. Oh, hallelujah. And and, and there's indicators of his faithfulness throughout the scripture. It says things like, he's my rock. How many know a rock is faithful? It's right. It's there. It's not moving. We're not talking about a pebble. We're talking about a rock. He said, he's my strong tower. He's my hiding place. Oh, glory. It says, he's my fortress. Amen. It says, he cannot change. He cannot be moved. God is faithful when you get up every day he's there when you go throughout your day he's there when you go to bed at night he's there he's working 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 work god's faithful amen every day every day every day Right now, this morning, you're closer to your victory than you were when you came in the door. Amen. 
the short time that we've been in this service, you don't know what has changed between the time you sat down and the time you're going to get home today. You don't know how your body's going to feel when you stand up from the seat because the healing power of God's been flowing. God is faithful. God, life, if that's all you can get out of your mouth, is God's faithful. God's faithful to me. Brother, how do you know it's going to happen? Because God is faithful. Amen. Hallelujah. You get a bad report about a child and out of your mouth should come. God is faithful. God is faithful. He, he said that if I would believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, that I would be saved and my house. So God is faithful. Lord, you saved me. You proved yourself faithful to my parents. Now you're going to prove yourself faithful to me. Everybody in here is saved today because somebody prayed for you and God showed himself faithful to them. You walked into that church you walked into because somebody prayed for you because God opened the door through somebody's prayer and showed himself faithful. And when you walked that altar, God showed himself faithful. He saved your soul. He delivered you from sin and destruction because he's faithful. Oh, glory. So what does that mean? That means one day your child's going to walk the aisle. One day they're going to bow their knee to Jesus Christ. Why? Because somebody's praying. And God is faithful. God is faithful. Amen. Well, I just hope I see it before I die. doesn't matter if you do or don't. God will do it. There are things that God's going to do for people in my life long after I'm gone from this earth. If, 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 if the Lord tarries His coming till for me to go the way of the grave, there are things that are going to happen in my family that I don't see, but it's going to happen because God's faithful. Death cannot stop God's promise. What He promised to me does not listen. Oh, I'm convinced. I'm convinced I'm in the ministry today because I had a praying grandmother. I had a praying grandfather that prayed that their grandchildren would serve God. That prayed that they would have an anointing and a calling on their life. I'm not here by accident. You're not here by accident. You're here because God's faithful. You're here because God keeps His Word. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Do you see that? Ever, ever, ever what you think. Glory to God. Ha, ha, ha. Do you see that? It's faithful. It's faithful. It's faithful. Yeah, but my child's living in sin, but God's faithful. And God's faithfulness is stronger than the sin they're living in. Don't, don't get sidetracked by how bad it is. Yeah, but Pastor, you know they're really bad. Yeah, but God's really faithful. I'm not making light of it. I'm just saying, you put anything up next to God's faithfulness and it pales in comparison. Because God's faithful. Listen, I was born again, but out of the will of God. And I was, uh, let's see, I was 19. And uh, I was in uh, Amarillo, Texas, bless its holy name, working at a church. And uh, me and... Some other young men were there working at the church. I was out of the will of God. I was as out of the will of God as could be. 
You know, people say, did you know it? Well, you know, yeah, probably, but I didn't want to admit it. I know none of you have ever been there. Amen. But I'm, I'm sleeping. We all, we all stayed in this one house, this old house. And, I, and I'm sleeping in the room I shared with this guy. We both had a cot, and, and I'm sleeping. And, and uh, I don't remember the exact time of the, of the morning. It was somewhere along about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. I woke up to somebody violently shaking me. And I woke up. Now, you believe what you want to believe. The angel of the Lord was shaking me. And I woke up and he pointed his finger at me. And he said, in the morning, you get up and you call your sister and you get out of this city. After I recovered. You know, I hear people talk about how they saw an angel and it was just this glorious experience. And, you know, they danced with them and, and did. did. I know what it means to be feel like a dead man. Dear Lord, I, could, I couldn't talk. I couldn't blink. I couldn't breathe. That presence was so thick in that room. But here, listen. I, you know what I did? I got up the next morning, and I made that phone call. And I told him, y'all can have whatever my stuff you want. I'm out. Now, people say, well, why did that happen? My mother was praying, and she, she knew I was out of the will of God. And she said, Lord, he won't listen to me. He won't listen to his dad. Lord, send an angel to get his attention. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, I wouldn't be here today. Why did God send an angel? He's faithful. To who? Well, me, but my mother. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I found myself in a hard time one time, in, in a bad situation. I was with some people I shouldn't have been with. And again, I know you've never been there. But there, there were two men that were trying to take my life, literally, physically trying to take my life. And my, the Lord woke my mother up in Greenup County, Kentucky. I'm in Dowhart, Texas. Greenup County, Kentucky. And said, pray right now for your son. The devil's trying to kill him. Listen to me. I put myself in that position. God's faithful. God's faithful. I'm not up here telling you about something I don't know. I would not physically, literally not be here today if it wasn't for God's faithfulness. Amen. And the moment she prayed, you know what happened? They just mysteriously stopped in their attempt and ran off for no reason. Now I know the reason. God's waking people up. To pray for your family. God's got somebody right now that's joining you in faith. And you may not even know it. They're joining you in faith for the physical battle that you're in. But they're believing God with you. And God's faithful. I say God's faithful. Amen. I I got eight minutes. Go over to Numbers 23. This is so important. Hallelujah. God is faithful. See, I, 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 I want you, the next time you say God is faithful, I want it to mean something more than it has meant. God is faithful. Numbers 23 and verse 19. This is a familiar passage, but let's look at it from a few different translations. God is not a man that he should lie. 
neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken, and shall he not make it good? God is not a man that he should lie. Now, why would it say that he should lie? Because he can't lie. Men can lie. God can't. I won't lie to you, but I could. But I won't. God can't. Other translations of Titus 1, 2, they say God won't lie. God doesn't lie. That leaves you with the implication that he could. God can't. And here's why. God's 100% truth. How do I know God's 100% truth? Because Jesus said the word was truth. And God and his word are one. If the word's truth, God's truth. It's interesting to me. Oh, I'm not going to say that. Yes, I am. It's interesting to me how people will say there's not one lie in this word. But then they'll indicate that God didn't do what he said. God and his word are one. Well, Pastor, he hadn't healed me yet. But you're convinced, right? So if you're convinced, one translation, the CEV says, God always keeps his promises. Whew! Another translation says, God does not speak words that are not true. If he promises something, it happens. Oh, glory. Isn't that great? That there are people sitting under here. God promised your parents, your grandparents, that you'd be saved, and here you are. Isn't that great? There are people in here, you did everything that you could do to mess up what God was trying to do in your life. But here you are. God gave it all back to you. Why? God's faithful. Even if we don't believe, he can't deny himself. You know, I got a, I got a phone call one time from a family member just chewing me out because I'm pro-life. Chewing me out. You need to come out of your dream world. Come out of the tunnel you're living in. You need, to, you, need to, you need to understand some things. You know, like I'm the ignorant one. Say, what'd you do? What else could I do? I looked at my wife and said, God is faithful. Amen. Do you understand? God's faithful. How that person is not living right? Well, of course they're not living right. They're blind. But God's faithful to what? Show them the light. Isn't, isn't that what he said? He said they're blinded because the God of this world has blinded their, their minds lest the light of the glorious gospel should shine unto them. But Paul said in the book of Acts, he said that one of the, the benefits of the gospel is that it shines into people's lives and it turns them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to the power of God, and they are granted repentance. Amen. Another translation says, if he makes a promise, then he'll do what he promised. Oh. The uh, Orion translation says, has he said and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken and shall he not make it good? It is vain for you to ever expect that he will alter his purpose. God won't change his mind. 
uh, Psalm 89, 34, you know what it says. It says, God said, God said, I will not break my covenant or alter the thing that's gone forth out of my mouth. Will not. Why? He's faithful. Let's look at one last verse, Romans 4, 21. And for the sake of time, I'll read it to you from the Barclay New Testament. It said, concerning Abraham, he never allowed a lack of faith to make him question God's promise. So far from that, his faith was so strengthened that he praised God in the unshakable conviction that God is able. Now watch. Not only to make promises, but to make his promises come true. So God doesn't just make promises. That's why the scripture says, we'll close with this. That's why the scripture says that when you come to the Father, Jesus said you need to come as a little child. Well, what's the, what's the issue with, you know, children have to learn to be jaded. They have to learn to not expect truthfulness from adults. Well, how do they learn not to expect truthfulness? Adults quit being truthful. They break their promises. But a little child, you know, three, four, five, I, I have a six-year-old at home. My Lord, if I say it, that's how it is. We got a new car wash in Maumel, and they do the whole thing. They wash your car and detail it, and, and inside, they have a playground. Artificial grass, all kind of, you know, swings and stuff. And we were, we were running behind one day, and I need to get my car washed. And so I went, and, and we went inside, and Lily, of course, she was, ooh, look at the, the playground. I said, baby, next time we come, I'll get the whole package, and you can play in that playground. Well, you know, the next time we went was about three weeks later or something. I don't know. And we pulled up, and she saw where we were, and from the back I heard, remember what you said? I said, yes, I do. I pulled up and gave the lady my car and said, give us the package. Amen. You know what, what Lily's uh, accustomed to say? I knew you'd do it. Well, here, I'm, I'm, I'm not bragging on us. I'm saying, think about that. Jesus said, that's how we need to be. If God said it, it, there's two things. Not only does he intend to do it, in his mind, the provision's already there. It's already done. It's just a, 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 a point of us taking it. I'm taking it. What belongs to me, I'm taking it. Because God's faithful. Bow your heads.